Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. But today, we are talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from July the 28th, 1990. I got a feeling that Harper did not even watch the episode, but that is fine, because Doc and I are here ready to rock and roll. See, I knew it. Uh, the three of us are sitting here, and I just want to say, before I jump into this, last week, we said we were going to jump into Sonny's OnlyFans and review it. So if you're not a patron and you want to know what we had to say about that, that show is done and it should be out there by now at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. And I'm just going to say, I'm not going to say nothing. You're going to have to listen to that show and become a patron. On that note, special shout out to the largest page contributors, monthly disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Children, Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous support each and every month. Doc, throw it to you. How are you doing, man? After that 30 minute sunny episode we just did. I feel like I could eat a Valtrex or two. I don't know. Uh, it hey, but on a lighter note, this is the uh, the go home show for Christmas. It, is it not? Yeah. Well, we got a couple days for Christmas uh, when this drops. Drops uh, on that's... Thursday night. Christmas is on um, Saturday. Oh yeah. Are you gonna get Christmas some shows? You gonna get some big gifts this year, Mike? I'm gonna give out some. A big gift, I'll tell you that much. What's that? Is it a red rocket? It ain't gonna be a red rocket like we saw in that Sunny OnlyFans with that dude who had the dog dong. Come on. <laughs> the dog man. That's that the dude's dog man. that dude's penis looked like a freaking chihuahua stop, dick. Stop. It did. Get a hold get a hold of yourself. You it know was, I ain't lying. It was a human dog dick. Right, that thing that, was pink. That makes and skinny. no sense. <laughs> it was pink, skinny, and it wasn't too long. Well, Merry Bro, Christmas, that, everyone, or Happy Holidays, or Kwanzaa, or Hanukkah. Happy, or... happy birthday, Jesus. It's Jesus' birthday month. Yeah. Um, when is it going to be, like, you know, so is it not Jesus' birthday year? I'm just curious. When are we going to get to that point? I don't know. Uh, Harper, do you have any any uh, Christmas traditions that you'd like to share with the people? No. You don't like? Like what? I don't know. Put on a Santa beard and eat some ass. Oh, yeah. Put on a what? A Santa, Santa beard. beard. <laughs> That'd be nice. What, do you, what, tra- what traditions do you have, Doc? I'm just curious. Getting blackout drunk and handing out some gifts. 
That sounds like a great one. Hey, drink some uh, Pennsylvania Dutch. I'll probably be drinking some of that Sam Adams winter lager. Yeah, it should be out right now, huh, Doc? Oh, I've, oh yeah. I've already had a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch. Yeah. I've been, um, you know, same old same with my Hennessy and whatnot, so I wouldn't. I haven't even looked in the beer aisle lately. I see, so I now, so let me let me break kayfabe on something. Uh, now that Christmas is here, and, and if you haven't ordered anything yet, it ain't going to get there. Let me tell you all something. This whole supply chain thing has been a has been the biggest work of the of of recent times to jack up prices. All y'all got soaked on everything you've been buying for the past several months. Okay. You've been blaming it on. I bet you there's. I bet you there's a warehouse full of honey just waiting. No, I actually looked online at they that got a popular shortage. I looked online at that popular store, you know, you and I frequent, and the one near us doesn't doesn't have any right now. This is what it is, man. But you know yep. what? I stocked Thought up a couple prayers. weeks back, so I'm I'm good to go, man. Stocked up, I'm good. And the, and the places that do have it, they're overcharging it because you know. There you go. You it's like it's like the uh, after the hurricanes with the gas. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But um. Real quick, before we uh, get too far into this thing, like Doc said, Christmas, if you're listening to this, the day it drops or the day after it drops is either here or just went by. So when your woman has not given you what you asked for, which was a subscription to our Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, you can tell her on Christmas morning or right now as you're listening to it, hey, I told you I wanted a BTT Patreon. You didn't give it to me. You got me some other crap I'm never going to wear, never going to use. You bought me something that you like and not what I wanted or like. Mm. So here's the link, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Go buy me my Patreon to BTT right now, please. All right? You know what you, you got another. You uh. got another two days of getting two months free when you go annual. So tell your woman to listen to this clip and get you a Patreon. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get access to 300 plus Patreon shows, including the one we just did where we reviewed Sonny's OnlyFans. Doc, go ahead. Well, it's a great suggestion to get for for wives to buy that. But you got to realize that most of these broads, they can't wrap their head around the digital world. So you need like a little card that gets sent to them because these bitches want, I want to give you something that you can unwrap. (laughs) (laughs) You need to have a a BTT card that they can like put in an envelope or something and and feel like they're actually giving like the husband. Like, I don't care. I just want to be able to listen to the show. I want to be able to listen to them chop it up. That's all I need. But you know how these bitches are. (laughs) I want to give you something that that you can it, unwrap. I don't want to just get something online. It doesn't feel like Christmas if I don't get you something for real. Yeah. I'm going to put it in one of those fucking gift bags. Because nobody wants to wrap shit anymore. Bro, that's the most stupidest thing of all time. A damn gift bag. I want to throw this shit no, in a that's bag a with brilliant, Santa Claus brilliant on brilliant work. Because you, as we have said in the past, Mike... When you deal with a with your broad, 
There is no price too high for convenience. I gift hate that gift bag shit. They bro. charge three times. You could, you, I, one bag is like four bucks, but you could buy like three rolls of wrapping paper for that, or you used to could. But these broads are like, I don't want to have to wrap. I just put it in this bag and then I'm done. We well, that's spent, fucking lazy ass shit. Did, Mike, am I wrong on this? I mean, convenience thing, and then we'll pay whatever. Kinda. Well, no, you're not wrong. I mean, they'll 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 mostly pay whatever for convenience. I mean, but that's not that's not. A, in fairness, I mean, I pay a lot of stuff for convenience. When's the last too, time you bought a four dollar cup of coffee? Oh God. Oh oh, I don't do that. Right, because yeah, but, but you know who doesn't think a thing about it? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. I don't understand, bro. Like. Here's the thing. Even if you like that flavored stuff now, they sell every goddamn flavored cream in the freaking supermarkets. But you could have fucking racetrack and fucking get it. Or or Harper's right. You can go to, I mean, here we have Quick Trip. They got all these flavors. I mean, I don't, I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't I, I don't get how I mean there are people five days look if you got it great there are people five days a week spend four to five bucks on a cup of coffee. So you spending twenty to twenty five bucks a week, just say twenty bucks a week on call on a cup of coffee. That's that is eighty crazy. bucks in a month's time. So let me here's here's the parable, the Christmas parable. If you don't feel like you can afford to be a patron, but you're broad slurping down external coffee, <laughs> you need to get slurping. you need to get your territory booked. Slurping, it's a nice stuff. <laughs> what? On, grow up. I Be mean, serious. you can't just slurping. you can't just grab a, a hot cup of coffee and start drinking. You got to slurp on it a little bit, make it you know like soup and shit. Slurping, slurping, yeah. like Sunny. Best part of waking up. Oh, I mean, I, I drink coffee every day, man, but Me too. it's brewed at home the cheap have, way. It, what kind yeah. of coffee do you get? Wait, wait, um, say that again. What, what was the question? Well, I, 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 what kind of coffee y'all get? Y'all get expensive shit? No. Just like... I don't. I don't buy it, but I don't think so. I mean, and I drink it just like Mike, Mike thinks he is. I used to just get Maxwell House. What's wrong with that? I get that and uh, the CDC coffee, which is uh, local. That's cheap. Fauci yeah. brand? No, uh, idiot. He said, <laughs> no, it's a local brand. You talking about the one with the yellow label, Harper? Yeah, it's the uh, Cafe the Damone. I think that's what it stands for. What the fuck does that for? Doc. I don't know, man. I know which one you're talking about, though. It's yeah, that's some good. Damone, uh, it's some that, that that stuff's good. I mean, look, man. Yeah. You know, make it strong, weak. I, man, I, yeah, I drink it. I drink it blacker than what's your that that state pen down there that y'all got? Angola. Anyway, Angola. My yeah. my my wife and mother in law, they got one of them Keurig gimmicks, and they waste money on that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then oh, here's yeah. where you can. But here's where you can come. Here's the thing. You can say, don't you know how bad that is for the environment for all that plastic? And Bro, they, you know what? I don't and, like and, and, it. No, no. Here, that here, fucking listen, over time, it gets clogged. Stay with me. Because they're going to be woke in there. 
They're out there woke. They're woke is all hell. But they're going to destroy the planet with all that plastic. And you can point that out to them and they go, I don't care. It's easier. And that makes my point that no price is too great for a broad's convenience. It, it, that's not just the future not, of the not, earth. Yeah. That's 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 everybody, though. Everybody will find a loophole in their convenience or everybody will find a reason to do something when it's convenient for them. Everybody, including us. Nuh-uh. If it's convenient, we'll pay more. We don't yeah. care. Oh, it's just one little thing. Like it's you people make excuses for things that are like, well, it's just one thing. But, you know, and then and they start. And that's when they go back after other people. But I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think I do that. You do it. You do it with a lot of stuff. I ain't going to say what it is, but you do it oh. with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. You're guilty of it all the time, actually. Frequently. You're talking about beer? Mm, that's just one thing, but there's many. Oh. I really don't All buy right, so, things other than beer. Anyway, uh, so shout out to, again, get you a Patreon subscription, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. And then uh, some new patrons out there, new BTT Hall of Fame patron Mark S, new patron Matthew F, new patron Brian O, Mark R, Nick, a.k.a. Frozen Gold. And then an existing patron sent me this message. He said, man, I'm so happy to be back. Don't get me wrong. I love Cornette, but man, y'all have passed him as my favorite wrestling podcast. Mm. That came from Scott S out there, patron member, longtime patron. So thank you, thank Scott. You, Scott. And then one others, uh, I can't remember if I mentioned this last week. Michael H, thank you as well for signing up. And on that note, Doc, unless you want to be here all night, we can get well, to some I, wrestling. I don't, I don't, but I do have to ask Harper one question. Harper, is this Christmas number one or Christmas number two with the lady friend? This is this is two. Uh, you ready? You got it locked down. Your whole scene. You got everything you need. I, I guess I got her a, a a fucking record player, and I got her some uh, some fucking like uh, David Bowie and uh, you know the shit she likes. And Dur- I got me some Duran Duran. Uh, uh, see David Bowie, some Beatles shit. And I was like, damn, they got Metallica and ACD. I'm like, I'm fine. It's for myself too. Fuck it. Bro, I got a turntable last Christmas. I ain't used it one time this year. <laughs> you, 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 you're an asshole. You really is. I hope she likes miracle. it. And it's I got her saying she, she puts. Look, I'm not. These motherfucking hipsters. I got my 180 gram vinyl. Oh, dude. A friend of mine. Is it a fancy record player? No, no, not the one I got. It's like 40, 50 bucks, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the one. uh, God, my friend got like a like a like a record player, like for fucking two hundred dollars and these speakers hooked up to. I'm like, I'm not that into that, bro. It's like, have you heard of Spotify? And like, I'll buy like a cheap one, but fuck, dude. Mike, I mean, what are you listening to? How do you? How are you listening to your jams these days? Spotify. Yeah, yeah Spotify. I mean, I pay. For I use Apple. Apple. I use Apple Music. I'm rich. Um, my wife has been having one of them Spotify accounts for a long time, so. Yeah, fuck those ads. And, and then I actually, I actually just started using anything. it though. 
Yeah, I just started using it. That's what's funny. Like, I, I didn't use it for the longest. And then I was like, oh, I can listen to music without ads? Yeah, let me... Uh... Right, exactly. And then, and then Jodeci's like, latest joint dropped, and you were like, oh, hell. <laughs> that Something girl like that. is poison. 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 Sure. You right? Hey, hey, Mike. Yeah. Why in what? the flying blue shit balls fuck is this episode two hours long? Yeah, well, I don't know. But... I just saw that. It's just fucking two. It. it was all commercials. You got to realize this 30 plus minutes of commercials whenever it's two hours. So it's really not two hours. Like we've been, uh, we did this for years with the shows that were on the network. They were an hour and 25 minutes because they removed all the commercials. So it's the same damn thing. It's just that the commercials are there. I, see, I couldn't stop. I, I gotta see the commercials. I know. I'm like that too. A lot of times, same way. So on that note, um, Doc, any other shout outs, or can I get the video version going for the July 28th episode? No, I'm done talking. I think let's go. All right. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't have any new five star reviews or anything, so that's mm, why that oh, was on it there. Oh, we didn't read any. At least we didn't. I'll check at the end of the show, but I didn't see any. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're into this thing. This is July 28th, 1990, NWA Saturday Night on TBS. And uh, according to the internet, we are in Gainesville, Georgia at the Georgia Mountain Center. My research, research is correct, and it says there's about 1,000 people in attendance. Uh, believe that if you want. I don't know. Hard to tell. Anyway, Jim Ross, Bob Cottle open the show for us and tell us who we will see today, including Trucker Norman, not Norman <laughs> Lunatic, as we've been talking about Trucker. And we then go immediately to the first match, which is Brian Pillman and Z-Man versus Mike Thor and Bill Ford. We do get a picture and picture from Pillman and Z-Man again this week that does nothing for me because they continue to attempt to sell us on Z-Man and Pillman being a formidable tag team. And Cotto and JR just keep on selling it. I'm not feeling it. I explained why. They squashed this man. I wasn't a Z-Man believer before, and I'm certainly not going to be one after Vader destroyed him. But we're being told that they're going to be a great tag team still. Anyway, Doc, uh, how about I throw to you and you give me your thoughts on Mike Thor and Scrap Iron Bill Ford versus Z-Man. And I've missed old Scrap Iron. I like him. I do too. Uh, can I get three minutes and 15 seconds on commentary from, you I think, can, I, You can. I want you to see. I don't know what happens between Thor and Z-Man in this first spot. But Hopper, watch it. So Z-Man shoots off Thor, and they both bump. Oh, <laughs> whoopsie. And I can I can tell you whose fault that is. It's Thor's fault because he's coming off the ropes. Z-Man yeah. is supposed to take, take the bump on that one. <laughs> so anyway, um, Z-Man did his job and took the bump, but Thor did too, and whatever. What what, what was the timestamp, Doc? What would you say? Uh, 3.15. All right. Tell you, I hate these uh, two-hour episodes. It's real for whatever reason. The fast-forward and stuff does not work the same on this thing. All right, so we're at three oh five. Let me uh, three oh eight here. Let me hit play. Brian Brian has those Cincinnati Bengal tights, Bob. You kind of like the swimsuit I saw you in at the pool the other day. <laughs> Jim, I wish I could get in something like that. I tell you, I, you know, I'd be. I, I think everybody on the beach would at least be looking at me if I was to walk down the beach in that. <laughs> They'd be looking at you if you're no doubt about it. And me too. Scrap iron beer for Bill Ford going down. That's nice. They're talking about Bob Cottle in a Cincinnati Bengal colored Speedo. Mm. It's a hell of a visual, Doc. It made JR chuckle. Um, I think it makes us all chuckle a little bit. 
Yeah. Uh, well, you got to talk about something when you ain't got much going on with the wrestling. Yeah, I guess we're going to, you know, they say it in their little promo. They're they're still good buddies. I mean, that's important. You got to have buddies in life. What, uh, any other thoughts on this match? Obviously, Pillman and Z-Man are going to get the win, but. No. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. So anyway, the, the finish, you see it here if you're watching the video version, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Pillman and Z-Man win after a big drop kick by Pillman and Z-Man does that slingshot splash from the outside back into the ring. So there's the drop kick. They do too why. much stuff at the end of matches to finish. What you it. mean? There's uh -oh. too many. I mean, that, that last move with the drop kick should have been the finish. It could have been. And Pillman got up on that, too. He does every time. He's got a strong vert. He gets up like he got up on that whoa, whoa, girl, that lady whoa. that time when he was and the two-year-old was watching from the crib. Oh, come on. Daddy? That is hard to do what he does. Daddy? That is hard to do what he does when Z-Man's holding the guy up. I mean, if you watch him, he's got some hell of five vertical to hit that yeah. drop kick. I mean, that's... It's a standing drop kick, man. You're hitting a dude, even if your chest, chin area, he's That's how a young Brian hit. Pillman caught the, the scout's eyes. For an undersized linebacker, that's how he caught the scouts at the Cincinnati Bengals. America. That, look, look at that dude and think about that. He was a linebacker. No, he was Yeah, no, huh? I mean, he looked like he's built like a defensive back. Anyway, all right, let's keep going. Arn Anderson has got something to say, and he's with Jim Ross. Thanks very much, Bob Cott. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Ross here with Arn Anderson. I got this letter before we went on the air today. It says, to Ric Flair or the Horseman. Because Ric Flair isn't here, uh, Arn Anderson, obviously a very illustrious member of the Horseman. I've got a picture from somebody, and I want you to take a look at it. Does the word Dustin mean anything to you? Nothing. I don't know who that is. Well, I don't you know who the world's heavyweight champion is, do you not? Yeah. Real, real vividly, I know who it is. And let me tell you something, Sting. If it's not the 10-year reign of Ric Flair returning and coming back to light to haunt you, if Flair doesn't get it back, we've got one guy in mind, and you know who he is. He's our killer. His name is Sid Vicious. We're going to sick Sid Vicious on you. See if that coup that you pulled off with all the help from the dudes with attitudes, let's just see if it was worth the anguish that's going to be put on you, my friend, your life will never be the same after Sid Vicious gets on you. And I'm going to tell you something else, JR. One thing I've always respected out of you, whether it was your opinion may be varied from mine, you always call a spade a spade. And when I look in that crystal ball, you've always known when I tell you something, it's going to happen, right or wrong. Absolutely correct. No matter who it is, little guys, big guys, important guys, champions, contenders, maybe guys that don't deserve it. Anybody makes a trip to the hospital from now on, Sting, they're not going to blame us. They're going to blame you. It's on your head for what you've done to the horseman. Very interesting comments from Arn Anderson, and we'll be back with more on World Championship Wrestling right after this. I thought Arn was good. Sting, if anybody ends up in a hospital, it's on your head. Love it. Doc, what did you think? We know who Dustin is. He was here three years ago. Yeah, but not for long. Yeah, right, for like a half an hour. Okay. Well, you're right. Arn was fantastic there. And I really liked the fact that he was soft, more soft-spoken because I think that really drove home the message. 
and <laughs> important guys and not so important guys. I like that line. That's what you say at work every day, huh? And they're all not important. See, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, I like Arn. If I tell you it's going to happen, it's going to happen. That was a good double promo. A. Yeah, double A at its best. All right, so then we get a series of commercials. Uh, the Goodwill Games are on television tonight. Wow. Right. I can't that. wait for that. Yeah. And we got a Burger they don't King know commercial. That I, uh, the BK Broiler, remember when, were you working there when that started? Yes, I sure was. Yes, I was. That shit was a beating. You know why? Because you had to hold it, you had to store that shit in a, in a different warming drawer so that it could, it could get cold and stale in a different drawer. Oh, look at that. Chickens. Yeah, uh, they did store it in a different warming drawer because they didn't want it, I guess, getting burger contaminated. I don't understand it. but And the other thing about that is is that's just one more thing you got to mess with, one more set of boxes, one more thing you got to cook. You just need one to go more in and piece get, of get, bowl crap. You just need to go in there and get you a fucking Whopper and maybe some French fries and shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right. Well, we come out of commercials where there was a $38.88 car battery. Wow. Yeah, I saw Buddy that. Went... And, then, and those fucking Ninja Turtle Burger King cups. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I worked there when they got had... rid of the... What? I worked there when they had the Simpsons cups. Okay. And the Simpsons was in like their first year. Yeah. When that shit was super hot. Boy, I worked with a brother who lived in the project in the projects. And uh, he would like steal boxes of those things because he's like, I could sell these to, in my apartment complex. <laughs> wow. Of course, you had to point out he was a brother. Well, here's the thing. I, I would take him home every once in a while and he I would get <laughs> he was like, come inside for a second. And I, I get out. and he would turn to all the people staring at me in the complex. <laughs> and be like, he's with me. He's cool. I've been down. I've been down with all kinds of people for a long time. I'm yeah, I'm a friend to all. Right. Let's keep going. Buddy Landell is taking on Lee Scott, a couple of Smoky Mountain wrestling uh, alumni. Uh, pitcher and pitcher from Budrow at the beginning. I told you they were going to get crazy with this pitcher and pitcher. Well, Budrow says he doesn't care what your name is. He can take care of business. And I've got a timestamp. I do too. Is it fifteen thirty, Doc? It is. Okay. I want to know what Buddy did here. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting to it. Uh, these long episodes are a pain in the neck. Hey, I got a question yeah. before you play that. Did Lee yeah. Scott bulk up a little bit? Just a little bit. I think he's got a little size on him. What you think, Harper? Wait. You're saying, has he uh, bulked up since the last time you've seen him on here? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. I'll say that, yeah. Might be on a cycle. Yeah, his core looks more defined. Yeah, he he's he's got a he he a little bit more chiseled and may have put a little size on. Fucking know what well, he looks like. Remember the guy they used to I think he used to come on PBS. He used to wear that the fucking costume where it's it fucking look look like the human body. Yes. Yeah. What what was that guy's name? I don't know. What? I know who you're talking about. No, yeah. I know who he's talking about. Oh, what was the guy's name? I think he used to come on Channel 12 on fucking PBS. He had like a jumpsuit. Like yeah. 
fucking, I don't know what you would call it, not singlet, like a... Uh, By the way, Hopper, before I go to this, why is the champ texting me saying to send Darren a message and asking me if he oh, wants to come on the show? Because Darren's, he's ignoring Darren, y'all. Darren's butthurt. He's, he's ignoring us. Is it because he's tired of getting called out for being the mark that he is? Yeah. And I called him out because he's a, uh, he thinks he's a wrestling historian. <laughs> and anybody, I said, anybody who tells you they're a wrestling historian is probably not somebody you want to hang out with. And I was like, well, it takes more to be a historian just by, you know, watching fucking uh, YouTube, uh, quote unquote, shoot fucking interviews to listen to podcasts all day. Hmm. Poor he dip. said he's more over than any of us. Yeah. Ooh. And he said we'd beg him to come on the show. Even though the champ called me last week, about five days ago, begging me to let Darren back on to be on the Christmas episode. Yeah, or a Christmas, Christmas episode. episode. And there ain't no Darren. How about that? No, he wanted to do like a separate one. Oh, don't do that. We need to shut him down. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, uh, let's let's go now. Come on, Bud, Buddy Landell is he's going to do something. I'm going to hit play. I'm not going to play the audio, uh, but Doc, let's get a laugh at Buddy here as he slams Lee Scott. Uh, does a couple other things. Here it is. Just just watch what he's doing to Lee Scott when he's got him in this armbar too. He's got him in the armbar. And now he's going to uh, start playing with him. He's going to take that right hand, and he starts grabbing on his nipple. (laughs) (laughs) He does it twice. (laughs) Is that a purple nurple? I don't know, but he grabbed him on his nipple. And then he's going to slam Scott, and then he drops the corkscrew elbow for the win. And he hits a double bicep after the match, showing off those huge guns as we uh, watch the finish. Doc, is that the that what you wanted to know what yeah. Buddy was doing? Yeah, Buddy can't help himself. He's gonna, you know, at least he's not out there singing Moon River, right? Moon he River. By, he grabbed him by the titty. He grabbed yeah. him by the titty twice and twisted it and yanked on. <laughs> and now he's slapping him. Buddy's being disrespectful, man. This is not right. Here comes the corkscrew, and he's about to get the win. Did you have any other time stamps, Doc, as Buddy's uh, having fun I think out Buddy's there? gained a few pounds since last week. Yeah, no, huh? I saw we'll some around picture the of him from, I don't know if it was from Mid-South or what. I was like, Jesus, I didn't, I didn't realize he, he once had a really good body. He was real defined, his arms and his shoulders. He was thin. He had a good physique during that yeah. time you're talking about. He had a couple of stints in mid south. The early, the early one where he was um, really young, and then he comes back and he's with, you know, does the thing with Butch Reed and whatnot. But Buddy, Buddy, yeah, he he was the. Fi- I mean, even in his late Smoky Mountain, he kind of got in shape too. If you yeah. remember, I mean, he didn't look as good time. as he did in the '80s, but but he did get into some shape, uh, in decent shape, the second time. Uh, we keep going. The Samoan SWAT team, who we haven't seen in some time, cut a meat and potatoes promo on the Steiners. Really nothing much to add to it. 
we then get a series of commercials, bunch of stuff before we then go to the uh, wrestling wrap up segment, uh, which uh, contains Sting, Stan Hansen and Tommy Rich. Sting cuts a promo and Doc, I am getting to it now. You got to give me a second. I'm playing this just for you because I know you love you some Sting and what he has to say when when he grabs the mic. So uh, are you opposed to that at all? Uh, Actually, I don't, I don't feel don't like care. I have a choice, so you want me to squirm and wiggle and giggle, and I ain't going to give you the pleasure. So I can't wait to hear what Steve Borden has to say. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling and the Wrestling Wrap-Up. We're going to be talking Ow! to Tommy Wildfire Rich in a few moments about his situation involving Stan Hansen, whose suspension will be lifted in the next few weeks here on World Championship Wrestling. But I'm with the heavyweight champion of the world right now, and it's quite obvious that the horsemen not only have been threatening you, but your friends as well. It seems as if you can't go anywhere, whether it be a restaurant, to work out, or anywhere that you don't have to look over your shoulder. You thought it was bad before. Well, now that this world title is... is changed and all of a sudden it's around my waist rick flair is going to want to get to me jyd lex luger anybody involved with me or any of us because now he doesn't have that world title a thing that means so much to him and the thing that he's wanted so bad for so long for him to not have it around his waist is killing him i know it is so i know he wants to do just that kill and i know a rumor that i hear very quickly that sid vicious has his eyes set on this belt as well Sid Vicious has his eyes set on the world title. Well, took me a long time to come up with this thing against Ric Flair. Sid Vicious, you're not going to be any different to me. Let's take a look now, ladies and gentlemen. Stan Hansen in action. Boy, that was a NWA World Champion worthy, wasn't it, Doc? That was a great NWA World Champion promo. Ow! We can get no owl, though. Go ahead. What you think, Doc? Harper, what did you think of that promo? It was great, man. <laughs> That's a future Hall of Famer right there. See, that's the difference right there. And it, there's subtle differences in what in what separates Harper from somebody like D-Man. D-Man would have gone straight into, played that straight when I kicked it to him and been like, well, you know, I mean, this is why he's deficient in this area. Harper, Harper went along with it and was like, this is aces. And it clearly was not. That was terrible, Mike. Come on. (sighs) It wasn't even terrible. I'm not. Blah, 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 blah. I'm more upset by the thing earlier where they're going to seemingly push Sid Vicious on the sting, which is something I don't ever want to see. Yeah, for real. My my thing about it was, and and I'm being funny, right? But it, it just... It's the complete opposite of talking him into the building. I mean, he just was very matter of fact and just, I don't know. I just didn't feel like, okay, that's the world champion. But right, it is what it is. They then went to a worldwide segment with Shivani and Dutch on commentary during a Stan Hansen match where Hansen beats the hell out of some enhancement talent. And then we're going to go to the greatest NWA world champion of all time, Tommy Rich. Who's now got a I don't know if you know this, but he has babies. Yes, yes, that's why I want to play it. Yes, children. Just just listen, Hopper. You'll see what Doc's talking about. Here it is. 
We're back, ladies and gentlemen. The wrestling wrap-up here on World Championship Wrestling with Tommy Wildfire Rich. We've just seen Stan Hansen in action in a match taped a few weeks ago. Now, any day now, his suspension will be lifted in World Championship Wrestling. And Tommy, in the month of August, Stan Hansen will be back here competing, and I know he's going to be looking for you. How do you think about that? Well, you know, a lot of people say I might ought to be scared, you know. But with all them people out there that's been started hollering, go Wildfire, go, and Mama Baby's at home. Tommy Rich knows what he's got to do. Stan Hansen and Marietta... You didn't beat me. I won the match, but I don't want it. I don't know why the NWA suspends you because you punch a referee. But as far as I'm concerned, Stan Hansen and myself, we hadn't solved nothing. Marietta didn't get nothing done. You know, Stan Hansen, like I said before, I had a picture of you and me with the Georgia heavyweight belts hanging on my wall. Well, when my baby seen what you did to me, I had to take it down. So not only did you hurt me, you hurt them. For all the people out there and my babies, I'm coming to get you. I'm going to prove I'm a fighter. What a collision will be in the month of August, and we'll be back with more World Championship Wrestling in a moment. So he's got a lot of babies, Doc. What do you think? Yeah. How many babies do you think he has? Man, I don't know, but bless your heart if Tommy Rich is your daddy. Oh, come on. A dingo what? ate my baby. Do you think he knows about all of his babies? No. No, no wrestler does. No yeah. wrestler oh, no. during his era. Yeah, for real, bro. You no wrestler rag, during man. his era. You were a wrestler. What does that say? I said no wrestler during, you know, from his era. Oh. Knows that. No. Like how not a it chance. goes from Keystone Light to Twix. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> these commercials are just like all over the place. Western Unions, you know. Keystone Light. Here's some stupid movie. Oh, that's the movie with uh, Jack Tripper. This problem child? Oh, my God. Back to Tommy Rich. Uh Uh-huh. Doc, his babies. Yeah. How many does he have? How many do you think he's got? I don't know. I like the angle, though, that they're pulling with him. Him and Hanson won the Georgia straps together. I like that. How many does he have that he, you know, like for real? Babies? Yeah, like kids, children. Babies. I've not committed that to memory, um, but he's a wrestler, so and he was a very hot babyface wrestler at a time. Here's what should happen. You should see if he has a daughter, Mike, and then you should start dating her and then show up at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm a married man. I will not be doing anything of the sort. Dude, his brain's fried. Okay, why are we even talking about this? Come Ma- on, next stop. matchup. He cut that promo on you about a year and a half ago, said he was on his way to Texas. Still waiting. The Southern boys are taking on the State Patrol. It says here he has free- three children. There you okay, go. Gr- well, and six grandbabies. Well, that's what he knows of at that moment. Um, I mean, um, that moment. What an asshole. I mean, look, dude, he's a, he was a wrestler from the 80s and... He's he's a legend. He's projected and shot a few, you know, in some unsuspecting places. The Freebirds challenged the Southern Boys after the match. We'll get to that shortly. But anyway, uh, the Freebirds joined Jr. and Bob Cottle on commentary for the Southern Boys versus the State Patrol. We get a picture and picture from the uh, Southern Boys. I've told you they're going to get out of control. This picture and picture, picture and picture nonsense. Uh, Tracy Smothers says to the Freebirds, we've heard this a million times and it never gets old. We're going to be on you like a duck on a June bug. <laughs> so that was cool. I mean, 
you know, I don't get tired of hearing Tracy say that. The Freebirds, they keep going on and on during on commentary about being the Southern Tag Team champs. And then later in the match, we see the Freebirds go down to the ring with a big trophy. And JR says that is their Southern Tag Team title trophy. I'll be honest. I did not remember anything about a Southern Tag Team trophy from this era. But, hey, that's why we're doing it now and yeah, watching me neither. it. Doc, before I go to the finish, I want to know if you've got anything from anything else from this match uh, between the State Patrol and the Southern Boys. When they were on commentary, Michael Hayes popped me when he said the Southern Boys are from Green Bay. Yeah, that's what I remember about this. He he, he kept saying they're from uh, Wisconsin and they smell like cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this from when I was a kid. Why? Um, I guess he was just trying to. Well, he's a heel, so he's not trying to be. Yeah. He's not trying to tell the truth. But that is kind of funny, because eventually, don't they build them from Wyoming or something? Not that. Yeah, not that. They, that's Wisconsin. From, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Yeah. They become the Young Pistols. Right, but um, from Cheyenne, Wyoming. That's. <laughs> I guess because I they're ever, young guns. I mean, huh? I, I guess ain't ever been go. to Wyoming. I'm sure there's lots of good people, but I ain't ever been to Wyoming. Yeah, remember when Tracy cut the promo in Smoky Mountain where he's like, I mean, you know, I was in WCW. And they, they, you know, we we had a hot thing going with the Southern boys. And, you know, then they turned us into the young pistols from Cheyenne, Washington. I ain't never been there. I mean, I'm sure it's a nice place. Just as nice as he could be. Um, Yeah, I don't, I, you know, Kays is trying to be funny with the cheese comment and whatnot. What else did you have, Doc, from commentary? I thought this was a good match. And I'm going to tell you something. I like the Freebirds intervention when you get there. And I thought it mm-hmm. was well done. I think so, too. I mean, why give I mean, away First of a... all, the, the Southern Boys are good wrestlers. The State Patrol are good wrestlers. They had a good... I mean, is it the is it the main event at Starcade? No. But is it a good match? Now, what do you think that trophy's really for? Damn, he looks like Razor, huh? You talking about Jimmy Garvin? Yeah. Look at Jimmy Garvin. <laughs> looks like Razor looks... Ramon. <laughs> he looks like a suburban King Diamond with that <laughs> stupid eye makeup. You talked about him a while back, King Diamond. <laughs> yeah. What do you think that trophy's uh, really for? It probably doesn't mean anything. It probably went to the fucking trophy... Uh... They probably found like, it back in the locker room. Yeah, they're the like, fuck it. We're just going to use that. I mean, I don't know. It's got, it's engraved, so I don't, but I can't read what it says. There's no way I can. I mean, what's on the top out. of it? Is it like a guy wrestling? I can't tell, man. And I'm like, somebody Google it and send it to Hopper since he's the one asking. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell. I don't know. But they're the Southern Tag Champs, and it's a trophy. So there's that. But here's what happens. The State Patrol, they're going to hit a, a nice series of moves on Smothers. And then James Earl Wright, he gets Smothers in a suplex. But then Buddy Lee comes off and hits Smothers with a move off top rope. They go for it a second time, but Smothers moves. Southern Boys eventually hit their finisher coming up shortly, and they're going to win. Then we get a promo from the Freebirds in the ring after the match. So here's a finish. I believe it's coming up shortly. So Southern Boys win. I mean, like Doc said, they actually gave 
they gave them a lot of time. It was like a 12-minute match, which is fine. Um, competitive, two good teams, but the Southern boys are going to go over. And then that's when we get the the brawl at the end of it between Southern boys and Freebirds. Uh, so here it comes. Hayes comes in and uh, he says a few words. Hold on. Let me go to the audio. Here it is. Let's just get a few things straight here. All right. Now we've been coming up to you and challenging you and challenging you. And we don't hear nothing from out of your mouth. So let me tell you this. First of all, do you know who you're dealing with? We are the fabulous free. You know that, don't yeah, you? I know that. We're the fabulous Freebirds. We may tag team wrestling what it is today. Let me, hey, listen to me when I'm talking to you. Oh, yeah. When you go in a mall, when you go in a bar, do people mob you and ask you for your autograph? No, not yet. No, not yet. No, and they're <laughs> not ever going to. And you're never going to be like us. So why don't you quit telling these people you're from the South? And why don't you realize and know this, that we're the fabulous Freebirds and we're the team that beats you for the Southern Tuck. Let me tell you something, Freebirds. I don't know about all that garbage you're saying, but I know one thing. We kicked your butts in Coastal Crush and we can kick your butts again. As a matter of fact, the more I think about it, I just go buzz. Oh, wait a minute. The Wild Eyes Southern Boys have accepted the challenge. No doubt, Bob. They've been accepting it right here too, Jim. As all four of them go at it in the ring. And I think Michael Hayes may have talked one time too many. Armstrong and Nayland Garvin. Hayes knocked outside. The Wild Eyes Southern Boys are dominant in the ring. And we'll be back with more World Championship Wrestling. Don't go away. Big Sid Vicious is next. Crowd was into it. They really liked it. I thought this was a good little segment, good little end to it. Doc, what'd you think? Let's fight to see who's the most racist. Come on. That's not what's happening. Why are you an idiot? Who's the next free bird? Why, why are you an idiot? What did you think about the segment? I thought it was great, actually. Did you hear the crowd? That was my thing. Yeah, on, the, I, on a show mm-hmm. where we're, we're ugh, that was good. The crowd, man, the crowd, like, again, we're wrestling. You can talk all you want about, you know, oh, this, especially nowadays, oh, this guy did this and this guy can do this and all the damn flips and dives that are out there in today's wrestling. But, man, I, at the end of the day, you can show me a match that really isn't that good, but if I see fans reacting to what's happening, all of a sudden I'm into it more. Yeah. And I think I think that just puts everything over the top. They didn't do nothing special right there. Hayes just came in and said a few words, you know. He, what did he say? You know, when I go into a bar, uh, people mob me. Do they mob you? And Smothers is like, well, not yet. And his mother just gets tired of his stuff. And, and they, don't, they, they weren't out there that long. Before they started fighting, actually, I think they may have gone about 45 seconds. It wasn't 15 minutes of dialogue before they started going at it. I just thought that's good when you, when you that's how you do it. Hey, and Smothers just got tired of him yapping like heels do, and he teed off on him. Harper, what'd you think? That's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Crowd reacting. We should Doc see more like of that it. shit. Really? You should see more of it. 
No, I'm just kidding. He's, you know, sometimes he's got to play heel. That's why he brings up or, or babyface, depending on which way the wind's blowing and which news channel he watched before he tuned into the show today or oh, whatever. Oh, come on. So anyway, uh, we keep moving. Sid Vicious takes on James McKinnon in the next match. And <laughs> Sid is introducing Gary Michael Capetta says Sid Vicious is hailing from. Well, he says it's no one's business where he's from. And I thought that was funny. Uh, we did get a picture and picture from Sid as the match is starting. Sid sends a message to Sting and says he's coming for Sting's NWA title. Uh, at one point, you saw it a little while ago on the video version, he hit this gentleman with a big stiff clothesline in the middle of the ring. He's going to airplane spin him, and then he's going to hit him with the power bomb for the finish. Domination by Sid, who does look like he's straight out of a Marvel comic, as Harper always says. Doc, any thoughts on Sid dominating James McKinnon? Don't let him talk. <laughs> yeah. Harper, any th- oh God, did you, that he really dropped that knee on him just now? Did you see that? Yeah, he's like, "Fuck this guy." God, he's like, "Screw you, brah." So, uh, just don't let him talk, Doc. Any other thoughts, though? We're an hour in. We got an hour are. to go. Mm-hmm. It's gonna move. So next, we're gonna go to Ole Anderson to see what Ole's got to say. Is he's got some words <laughs> about titles? to pay attention you know i've been the spokesman for a horseman for quite some time and the one thing that i could always be proud of saying is that the horsemen were the elite of the wrestling world and why because we had all the belts world title tag team title and television title but now a turn of events have changed things I tried to warn Sting, I tried to warn Luger, I warned everybody. We're not people to fool with. The Horsemen only have one title now, and that's the television title. But I'll tell you what, it won't be much longer before we will have that world title once again. There's one man in the stable who's capable of taking that title, and he's the biggest man in wrestling, and I'm not talking about the total package. You watch this man because somehow, someway, he's going to be the champion. I'm talking about Sid Vicious. A little subdued. What do you yes, think, very. Everything about that is great except the being Sid. Did you notice Oli had a different outfit on? He got oh, yeah. a new shirt. He got in, Maybe he got a new shirt for Christmas this year. Oh. Yeah, Dad, you always go on. You always on. Dad, you're always on the wrestling. We're in the same clothes. They stink. How about we get you a new shirt? And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. The kids got me this. I gotta fucking wear it. Fuck. Mm. The dude looks like he's never happy. By all accounts, that would be true. I mean, he could be like two seconds from. You know, orgasm, having an orgasm with the Come hottest on. chick on the planet. He's he's complaining about something. And he's better than if you move, Ole. Ooh. <laughs> if you move. Uh, okay, Thunderbolt. Well, we'll keep the show moving. Uh, unless, Hopper, do you have any other thoughts on Ole? Uh, uh, what sucks is he's fucking blocking the full horseman logo. See, you know, fucking say it yeah they're all doing these promos on this green screen and some of them have logos behind them 
Ole's had a four horseman one, but just the way he's standing, yeah, you know, he he's looking straight ahead, and his whole chest and shoulders are covering the logo. Thanks for the green screen, WCW NWA. Scott Steiner is taking on Fatu from the uh, or the Samoan Savage, and we get a pitch and pitch from Steiner about the Samoan SWAT team. So out of the blue, the Samoan SWAT team are now, you know, going after the Steiners, I guess. Uh, it doesn't take long for these two to start fighting on the outside for a minute. Uh, then they come back in. This is nothing fancy. I mean, they do wrestle, but it, it's hard hitting. These two are, God, these are two big bulls in the China closet. Doc, what are your thoughts on this as they kind of just pound on each other in the I most mean, complimentary possible? Yeah, it's physical for sure. If you look at these two guys and watch this match. um, and There was a power slam. I, I neglected yeah. to mention it, but here it comes. Like, I think Scott Scott hits him with it. So here it comes. And drop down, leapfrog. Get it again. Get it again. Here, drop down, leapfrog. And then there it goes. I mean, I look good. So I mean, we get some, we get, we get some good power stuff from these, these two. This is good. I mean, I mean, hey. you just gotta, you can't get excited for the SST because it's never gonna go anywhere. Yeah, no, it sucks, huh? Which they, is, they just come uh, and go. Yeah, bro, they keep saying think. that that shovel is a steel shovel. Here in a minute, what shovel? But they bring out a oh. shovel. Yeah, so it, we'll go to the finish now. Scott is going to, he hits a big boot, and then he's going to hit a belly-to-belly, followed by the Frankensteiner that you saw here, which was taken really well, I thought, um, by Fatu. No pin is made because the other member of the Samoan SWAT team comes out, and that does look like a real shovel. And But they're, they look like they're using it well. I mean, I, yeah, it's a real shovel. And they're tearing into Scott Steiner with a shovel. Yes, a big shovel. Like, that's like a snow shovel. That's what kind of shovel he can pretend with. My thing was, he's being hung there and hit with a shovel. That seems like a lot, because it's like, he. how does he protect himself? He can't well, see. He's too busy being hung. He, he was being hung. Stop the murder on TV. Uh, they hung him from the top rope, and, and Rick Steiner finally comes out, makes a save. Uh, it seems like they're trying to start a little feud with these guys. Let's but do it. I kind of want to still see them versus the Nasty Boys, so we'll have to see what happens. Well, who's the, who's that? Who's who? Who's the Nasty Boys? Is that what you said? Oh. All right. Um, they're not here Harper, yet. How, how, we can't know about them if they haven't shown up. Right. Good point. Uh, let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> you liking this right. episode so far, Harper? Yeah, the Sports Illustrated phone. I yeah. want to ask about this because do you remember this, Harper, the, the Sports yeah. Illustrated shoe phone? Yeah, I used to want all that shit. Yeah, me too. Every time they had a new free thing that they'd give out with a subscription, I wanted it too. So anyway, this, this guy's a... They, they, they are in like a footlocker, I guess, and... There's a shoe on the wall, and these people are losing their mind behind a, a shoe sneaker phone. I mean, they're just, they're literally losing their goddamn minds over this phone. They're like, oh, oh my God, that's just a phone? Yeah, it's phone? Oh, God, this is great, a phone. I'm on TV, too, huh? So, anyway, you would uh, you would not only get the phone if you called that number, 
And his phone, and, and it did work. I know, I think, I remember someone had had, I think, the shoe phone, or maybe it was another one uh, from Sports Illustrated, but the phone would work. It might break after a couple months, but it would work for a little yeah. while. But, you know, you'd get the, you'd get the phone, you'd get the swimsuit edition, too. Mm, jerk off uh, to that shit. That's nice, Hopper. So, anyway, free with your paid subscription to Sports Illustrated. And, actually, it did make sense to get a subscription to Sports Illustrated because, it was like dirt cheap back then by comparison of, you know, purchasing the. Oh, purchasing, yeah, purchasing definitely. The it's a hell of a yeah. lot cheaper to get it mailed to your house. Yeah. Um, they're saying over 45%, man. I, I swear it was even less than that because it was nothing to get that for a year. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to mention that. Now, let's keep going. Doc, any other thoughts on um, anything or can we go to the next match with the Freebirds versus Tim Parker and Joe DeFuria? Uh, we can keep going. Doc, this is about I want the you part to... of the episode. This is about the part of the episode where I quit taking notes. Oh, no. I want you to describe once again Hayes and Garvin for our listeners out there. They look like somebody. They look like somebody's like, let us take care of your face, your makeup, and then it's a rib. <laughs> <laughs> they got glitter. I think I saw a comment from. Um, <laughs> From uh, God, who said the Ian Todd, author Ian Todd, and he was mentioning about the glitter. He's like, um, he, well, you and I were talking about the glitter on the last pay per view special, Doc, and we were complaining about how there was nothing worse than glitter. Glitter's was, the worst substance on earth. <laughs> totally agreeing. Totally agreeing. Worst substance. Worst substance. Hard, impossible to clean. All that stuff. Yeah. Well, we get a picture. Can't pitch sweep pitch it up. It can't. I mean, it's impossible to clean up, man. Uh, we get a picture and picture from the Southern Boys as the match is starting, and the Southern Boys tell the Freebirds again they accept the challenge and will wrestle anytime, any place. The Freebirds are going to win when Garvin hits the Furia with the DDT. Uh, that's all the real notes I had from this thing. I don't know if there was much else to really report from it, Doc. Did you have anything else? Tim Parker looks like uh, Tim Horner and Eddie Gilbert's son. Oh no. Uh, the yellow he's wearing yeah. and the the mullet kind of does some of that, yes. Yeah, it does, huh? And he's a little bit more Who's... jacked than Tim. Oh, yeah. Well, jump on. <laughs> Why lightning? Why lightning? Uh... Mr. Mr. Orn, Orn, Paul, Bob. Warndorf. Yeah. Warndorf is Warndorf. All right. Well, we'll keep moving. There, after the Freebirds won, there was a commercial, a bunch of plugs for NWA Power Hour and main event. And then we get a match between Sting and Scotty Williams, Doc's favorite NWA world champion, hits Williams with the Stinger Splash and Scorpion no, Death no, I got lock. a timestamp here. 123 okay. 37. We're going to have Mr. Scotty Williams. Win the Rolex right here. All right, so here's 123.30, so it must be coming up. Sting shoots him off, reversal. He tries to body slam Sting. (laughs) 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 He gives Sting the middle finger when he can't body slam him. Sting reaches out his hand to shake his hand. (laughs) Scotty Williams decides... Screw you, brah, and flip Sting off. 
<laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh, <here's Q>. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, I mean, it was right. good. I mean, most enhancement talent doesn't have that kind of. It's spunk to Yeah. Just following it instructions. It was good. It was, they it tried was good. To. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> All right. Well, Sting wins. Any other thoughts, Doc? No, that was it. Yeah, that's kind of what he I got out. He got the champ got outshone by enhancement talent. Great. The champ, yeah. not to be confused with Oren. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. whoa, fuck. Um. Then we get a promo from Sid. It's very much meat and potatoes. It's very short, like 20 seconds, talking about Sting. He's gonna win the world title. Man, Sid looks like a million bucks. I don't need to hear him talking. I keep saying it over and over. But Doc, any thoughts on the Sid promo? Here. They need to not let Sid talk. No. So then. Not really let him. Not really let him wrestle. Well, then we get a real treat. This is a treat. I mean, usually on free TV, you don't get this kind of thing. Yeah, then we get a real treat, and I mean, this is one of the greater treats we're gonna see in the oh in nineteen ninety. We get Trucker Norman versus Barry Horowitz. Jim Ross, once again, says Norman hasn't changed much. He hasn't lost weight, but he's got some nice overalls on. Uh, Horowitz, at the beginning of the match, calls Norman the R word. You can hear it on television. He says it. I'm not going to repeat it. Use your imagination. And Bob Cottle mentions with a name like Horowitz, he should be walking around with a guitar. Uh... Doc, is there a reference that I missed there with that? You know, like some white band or something that I don't know about? Why is everything about race with you? Yeah. I'm just I'm just following your lead, bud. <laughs> what kind of white <laughs> band is that? Like, what is there a band that has a guitar player named Horowitz? Uh, the Beastie Boys. Okay. Adam Horowitz. There's no way Bob Cottle is referencing the Beastie Boys. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. There's no way. Bob Cottle doesn't know who the Beastie Boys are. Never has, never will. I'm more upset with the fact that Norman is trying to be a trucker, but he keeps honking a damn clown horn. It's not the clown horn. It's one of those old bicycle horns that you put on your bike when you're 10. Yeah. Oh, what was missed. he supposed to get? An air horn? Serious, Probably. Doc. What was he po- okay. Well, Norman wins with the Hulk Hogan leg drop. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think he wins with it, but he, t- he does the Hogan leg drop. Oh, man. Luke Horowitz is bumping his ass off for him, too. Somebody's got to <laughs> do something. Yeah, for real. <laughs> God, I'm with Hopper. Did Hopper say this last week or was it you, Doc, that said, or two weeks ago? I can't remember. So we took a guy who was in a mental hospital just eight months ago. Gave him a CCL license. And he he became a lovable lunatic. And now he's a trucker all inside of eight months. Right. 
Dare well, to you know, dream. I mean, when your dad dies, you may be you may straighten up. That's probably what happened. So stop being so hard on Norman, okay? Seriously. I don't have anything else from this match, Doctor. You, boy, it went on a little bit too long for my comfort. Ugh. Yeah. I I just kept waiting. I was like, okay, we know Barry's gonna lose Horowitz. How long is this gonna happen? Did you see Norman's little move there before he did that running check to the, the corner? fucking choo choo thing, like. Like yeah. what tugboat would do, or or the truck. I think he's trying to do. You know, like when you're a kid, oh. you, you'd signal to the truckers to honk their horn. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You trucker Norman. I don't know if people do. <laughs> trucker Norman, man, there he goes with his little horn. So stupid. All right, well, we keep moving, and we go to the next good match, and it is God. What do you tell the people what you're saying? Good God, too. Please. Goddamn Candyman. Arn Anderson and Barry Horowitz. I'm sorry, Barry Wyndham. My apologies to <laughs> there. Versus the Candyman. Yes, Brad Armstrong and Tim Horner. We get a picture and picture from Arn and Wyndham before the match starts. I don't know. I don't even remember what they were talking about. This was actually a competitive match because you've got four really good, talented professional wrestlers in here. The problem is, Brett Armstrong doesn't need to be a Candyman. I forgot uh, about this shit, man. You forgot about the Candyman? Oh, God. One of many gimmicks old Brad would have in World Championship Wrestling. Now, the Candyman. The Candyman. Um, I have a, you, I, first of all, this was a really good match. It really is. That's why I said this is a competitive match. Really good. You got four pros in here who know what they're doing. Say what you so, want about Tim, but he can wrestle. Yeah. I got a timestamp here. Uh, 144.33. Before I go to that, look at Barry and Arn in that picture. Look at Arn. Look, look. Arn looks different, huh? It's the shirt. Yeah, it's yeah. the shirt. That's the first time we've seen him wear a shirt without buttons. Yeah. No, he had a t-shirt on a couple weeks ago or last week. Uh, you said 144 what, Doc? 144.33. All right, so here it comes. Brad's got Barry enough. Head scissors. The punch. When Barry gets out the head scissors, is that what you were looking for? Yes. Yeah, he, he throws it, it a good. fucker of it's a fucker of a right hand. Yeah, but he didn't potato him or nothing. It no, it, it just this is a phenomenal looking right hand. Yeah, right at the you know camera why? knocks him into the your living room. You know why I look great? Because both guys because know what they're doing. Barry threw a hell of a punch, and Brad flung his head back like, God damn, you just cracked the hell out of me. But these guys know what they're doing. I mean, look at that missile drop kick. I mean, that's phenomenal. Fucking candy, man. Why? What the fuck does he have to do with candy? I don't know. This is one of the reasons why I think just there's nothing you were ever going to do with Brad after this era. Because then he starts doing jobs, and he's... The Candyman. Brad was good, though. 
the Candyman. Well, let me keep moving because there's another timestamp that I'm going to go to right here. Brad gets dropped across the top rope on an attempted head scissors. Here it comes. Look at how mm. good that looked. <laughs> Arn came over and helped it out. There's just, like I said, you know, they got offense. Brad and Tim got a lot of offense here. So it wasn't like they, it's, this was not a squash match. This was a competitive matchup between four guys who know what they're doing. And, um, you know, I credit Arn and Barry Windham for, you know, making these guys look good and vice versa. This is, I mean, it was really, really good. Uh, Arn is actually going to hit a spine buster like shortly. I think it's coming up. Uh, yeah, because Brad's on the mat. So here it comes shortly he's talking noise and then he's gonna pick him up and watch his spine buster harper that he hits shazam perfect as usual um this is what went on throughout this they hit big moves they sold it it was poor guys who just know what they're doing now Mm -hmm. on that note we're gonna go to the finish here Unless you had something else, Doc. Uh, when you come in with the finish, I had a note about part of it, but we'll see. So Brad um, hits a flying forearm to Barry, which then means he can make the hot tag to Tim Horner. And Horner hits a couple of nice drop kicks to Arn Anderson and Barry Windham. And then Horner has Arn pinned with the natural bridge, but the ref's back is turned. Sid Vicious then interferes. And Horner and Armstrong actually win this match by DQ, which I thought was interesting because I don't remember us seeing them tag much. Uh, I mean, they've tagged a lot in the past. Like, you know, they, they were tag champs, UWF and whatnot. But my point is, like, uh, if you didn't know that, you'd be like, wow, you know, they even though they won by DQ, I guess. So whatever. But uh, they win by DQ. And then Sting and Orndorff and JYD make the save as the horsemen uh, continue attacking Horner at the end. Now, what did you have, Doc, as, again, they're going to win by DQ? It's easy to pile on Sid during these times, but I'm going to tell you, Sid comes in and drops one hell of a leg drop. What's coming up here in just a second? Like Hopper always says, the thing about Sid, man, he just, he looks the part. Like, that's the... Yeah. You know, I I don't... Here here, Here it comes. Oh, yeah, see, that looks good, man. <laughs> we yeah, dropped that it looks real back good. At Tim. This match was really good, and I mean, you know, I I think that there are the expectation is is if Horner's involved, we're going to shit all over it. But <laughs> that's not the case here. This was Horner was fine. Horner got shit on his Smoky Mountain for the promos, not because of the wrestling. That's right. Well, don't forget the singing. Well, they're singing too. Um, I need to point something out to y'all, and you really can't see it much because he's late getting to What's the ring as he's trying to run. So Orndorf and Sting save Horner, who was getting attacked, right? Right. JYD is that on the left side of the screen right now, and I rewound this a hundred times trying to figure out what the hell he had on. It looked like he had on boxers and flip flops running to the ring for a save. Just pay attention. I'm gonna hit play again. So y'all can see it. He's he's making his way up the steps right now in the left corner. Do you see him? It's not boxers. It's shorts. Never mind. Do you see JYD right there to the left? Yeah. 
Maybe it's he like was eating. Got... Maybe he had a bucket of chicken. In you the know back. what? That's racist. No, it's not. I like a bucket of chicken too. Shut up. That's you know what you're doing. That's fucked up. It really is. Well, okay, so what's a healthy size serving of a food that would put on weight that would work here? A tub of pudding? Um, he was eating some, um, eating, I don't uh, know. Savannah sausages. What the That's hell is he wearing? I can't tell what he's stuff. got on his feet, man. I swear he's, dude, he's not even trying to run. Like, literal wine. The hey, other hey, baby hey, faces. Hey, when you're over, you don't have to run. <laughs> Orndorf right. and Sting hit the ring quick and fast. Look at JYD in the background. He can't keep up. And then he realizes, oh, yo, shit. Yo, yo, I'll be there in a minute. I got a bone to chew on. Look look at him. Now, right there, Sting and Orndorf. Sting's in the ring. Orndorf's getting to the ring. JYD is behind the corner. Watch how he slows down once they hit the ring. <laughs> He's just crawling up. Oh, dog. Oh, boy. All right. Anyway, I just had to point that out. Uh, this was a good match, though. Really good match between these four. I enjoyed it. Watched. I rewound a couple times, a couple of spots to get the, the timestamps. But it was good stuff, man. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc, as we work towards the final promo in this week's episode as we see that Burger King commercial for the third time? That was only my first. Uh, let's hit the end. Look, he's right. blown up on there on the left. Hold on. I'm, just to, I'm trying to get right back to it and then I'll play it. He, goddamn pal, pronouns. Who's he, Doc? Sting and JYD are cutting a promo at the end. Here it is. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. I think it's quite obvious to me. That is quite obvious, Rusty. Let me tell you something. The horsemen have definitely jumped it up a notch. And if you don't think that the dog, Paul Orndorff and myself, Lex Luger, whoever it takes, cannot put it up a notch ourselves, you got another thing coming. We have had it up to here. I take that back up to here with you guys. We are going to put an end to it once and for all. If we got to play dirty right dog, we're going to do it. Dog, it was obvious. Wait, what's that? Tommy, what's up? I don't know. You know, I just say, look, I couldn't make no sense out of him, but they got Luger. They got him. Who what? got Luger? What? I don't know who got him. I couldn't make no He's sense out of him. He's talking about somebody got Luger. Cameron's over here. There's Lex Luger right there. <laughs> Luger's, Luger's in the ring. They said that Tommy Rich was here and made the comment that they had gotten Luger. Apparently, we have not had it found, and we don't know if it was the horseman, but Luger is screaming that it was, he's talking about the horseman. Tommy Rich and Junkyard Dog are going to the ring, but apparently, if what we think happened, happened, was it the horseman that got Lex Luger? We will report to you, ladies and gentlemen, exclusively on this situation this Sunday night at 6.05 on the NWA main event. More on this Sunday night at 6.05. So, I can't tell, but Rich comes out and I don't know if y'all heard Doc's comment. Doc was trying to be funny. Tommy Rich, when he runs out, what did you say, Doc, as he's talking to Jim Ross? I don't know, man. Someone got him. Camera's over here, pal. 
Yeah, he, he's, he's got his back to the camera, so he's covering up J- Jim Ross. Luger's, I can't tell if that's like a pipe or a, a handle of a, something. I can't tell, but it's a, it's a blunt object he's got in his right hand. And apparently the horsemen attack Luger and Luger comes to the ring with the pipe and his clothes all torn up. And I don't know, I guess Luger got attacked. Even his back of his pants are ripped. Uh, what did you think about the promo doc and then the closing segment? Hard to say. We'll have to wait till next week to find out exactly what in the hell is going on. You know, I'm not going to say this is the best thing they've ever done, but that's not a bad way to go off TV to throw something out there like that. Cause then it's like, Whoa, what the hell happened? And then you're knee deep in, in balls deep into the Goodwill game. So there you go. Yeah, yeah there you go. So that's how they go off air. And on that note, uh, as we watch a uh, look at Doc's favorite NWA world champion of all time, Sting, it's Sting. Uh, is that how Tony Schiavone sounds? You've been watching AEW, yes. Doc. So um, we need to rate this thing, hand out some Rolexes. I-, I don't think there's any suspense on the Rolex because who did, are, are you legitimately giving it to Scotty Williams, Doc? No. Oh, you're not. Okay. Who are you giving your Rolex to? That was a joke. See, I got jokes. Yeah. Okay. So who are you giving it to? I'm giving it to Arn Anderson. Well, that's not a bad move. I liked his promo oh. at the beginning, and then he worked in the best match on the card. So there you go. Hopper, who are you giving your Rolex to? Even that's though you didn't true. watch it. Yeah. I guess Double Leg gets another one. How many double. How many you think he has so far? Well, there's a way to know. Somebody needs to go back and listen. Tally them. Keep a spreadsheet. <laughs> Tally them up. I got a I got another email recently from a listener was was talking about uh Rolexes and and ratings. And the person was like on the <laughs> on the uh such and such nineteen eighty seven episode, y'all gave this a this. I would have gave it a this and I was like, Man, I don't know what I ate for lunch yesterday. Can you tell me what exactly happened during that episode that would have given you that wouldn't have made you give it to such and such. I don't Little remember, story, man. Bro. I can't remember shit. Um, but I love hearing from our listeners, especially oh, we when love they you guys. bag we love you guys on so much. Doc. I mean, Mike, 504 Saints. I when mean, they every bag day. on Doc is great, too. Every oh, day yeah. that I talk to Mike, he says what a blessing that this show is in his life. If only, he doesn't like dealing with me, it's because he gets to deal with or ha- gets to, to, to talk to all each and every one of you. Of course, I'm not. And like Mike you. doesn't. I'm... Mike doesn't mind if it's if it's negative feedback about the show. That's the stuff that really lifts him up because it it shows him what we can do better. That's right. And so Mike, market, Mike, market Mike does. Research. Mike, his long <laughs> career in corporate America has taught him one thing: feedback. Feedback is a gift. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give Arn my Rolex as well. Although I almost gave it to the Scotty Williams dude because I was like, that's pretty damn bold to flip Sting off the world. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to give mine to Arn. I'm going to give mine to Arn too. Uh, And then before we rate the episode, which I know Doc is going to give an A plus to because that's what he told me earlier. I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that, you know, I know the holiday is past us now. Christmas, that is. Birthday for baby Jesus. 
um, or, or it may be past us. We're two days before this drops, but you may be listening to it after. So again, you, you may have gotten some Amazon gift cards. So if you got some gift cards or you didn't get what you want and now you got to go get yourself what you really wanted for Christmas because your broad or side piece or hanger on didn't get you what you really wanted. Well, go to the BTT Amazon Associates link, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon and buy what you really wanted. Treat yourself. Do it for you because you deserve it. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support the show without spending anything extra. If you use the link, Amazon shows the show a little bit of support in return because you use that link. tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Do like Mikey and DFW showed you on the tutorial in the Facebook group and on Twitter. How to, how to get to it. All right, uh, Doc, well... I'll go first on the rating. I don't know. B minus. What do you want me to say here? Yeah. There you go. Doc's going to give it a C because he was bitching earlier about it to me. It's yeah, so but you stupid, know, bro. No, that's not what I said. And that, 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 that I said that there wasn't a lot happening. But on, on second watch, I got to say I was a little bit wrong about that. I, there were a couple of hot matches and good angles here. Uh, <laughs> The two hours thing is a real problem. I'm not going to lie to you about that. That that it's not two hours. It's the commercials. I know, but you got to watch them. And it puts me in a bad mood before it starts. Well, that's a you problem. Well, wow. I live with me, so there you go. Uh, but I'm going to say, and this is I'm not working an angle here. I'm going to give this a straight up B. A B. Yeah. yeah. But higher than you gave it, you ding dong dick. Yeah. <laughs> Red rocket dick or Man, oh. you would think that Sonny could procure a fatter dick in her life, but hey. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not now. Get her get her some girth on it. Mm. Bro, that thing was skinny, man. <laughs> I where did she find these people? Jail. Come on. Bruh. That thing looked like a regular size like hot dog. Like the <laughs> like the RS brand. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> Y'all know I ain't lying. Don't even try to make it sound like I'm not lying. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> now when Doc's dog <laughs> little Red Rocket shoots out. He's thinking of something. <laughs> no. All right, Harper, what are you rating it? I'm giving it an A because I didn't have oh, to wow. say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you're taking it seriously. That's nice. On uh, on that note, make sure you send Harper an email if you would like a video shout out or if you want to shout out a family member or complain about a, a family Christmas member. Or have- message? A Christmas message, or you want Hopper to yell at a family member who you hate because they're idiots, cut a promo, all that good stuff, you can do so by emailing Hopper at chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And then uh, when you email him, tell him you what you want in your video. But more importantly, when you email him, make sure you PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Again, Chris Harper 16 wildcat at gmail.com is the email address. 
And cc30388cc at yahoo.com is his PayPal address. That's right. Make sure you send them that, and uh, or you know maybe you wanna maybe you wanna um you know maybe you wanna give Harper a, a gift for Christmas. You know you wanna make a donation to his own you know Rolling Rock Fund or whatever Harper spends money on. Sketchy it needs to be a headset fund. Come on, <laughs> it's so many. Ah, uh, yeah. Harper, what you I, ought to do is like you, know, you ought to turn into a wrestler, dude. You ought to tear apart those broken headphones and sell the pieces of them to the listeners. Oh, somebody would buy it. He's probably thrown them away already, though. Yeah. See, best nope. story this year was I had just bought Harper a new headset, not even a couple weeks old. Broken again. Mrs. Hopper is like, how did you break it? I don't know, Hopper. I don't know. So she's just like, I just got him a new one because I knew you had bought too many. Come. That's all right. I've got the. Uh, I've got a. I've got one in the cart on Amazon right now for when he breaks that one. And uh, as soon as good. he calls me and says he broke it, referral link. Uh, always, always. Um, it's it's ready. It's just sitting in there and in each time i even question this one company that sells through amazon saying if i bought these in bulk could i get a discount and they politely told me no um because i was only going to buy like 10 of them and i guess that wasn't enough bulk you know i guess they need a couple hundred orders to give you a discount so that was that all right doc anything else before we get out of here merry christmas out there everybody yeah merry Merry Christmas. christmas Be nice to each other. When you go to your Christmas or whatever thing and, you know, do a BTT thanks again and curse out some family. I'm, not, I'm sorry. Go around the table and uh, be tell the people what you're thankful for like we always do. But, uh, you know, be nice to each other unless it's, you know, one of your family members that gets on your nerves. You can you can tell them to piss off. It's okay. We, we, we allow that here. But, no, seriously, be nice to each other. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that good stuff uh, from myself, Hopper, and Doc. Uh, don't do anything stupid during the holidays. Don't go blow your hands off uh, when you're uh, lighting fireworks or whatnot. On that note, Doc, uh, you got anything else besides Merry Christmas before we throw it to Hopper for the uh, tagline? Feliz Navidad to all of my brown listeners. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what about what about Kwanzaa? Are you just gonna not say? I said about that earlier that in the. Sh- I said that earlier in the show. Did you? Did you really? I did. I, I said uh, everybody's had their Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and Christmas. So you probably were just being a sarcastic asshole when you said that, though. No, I hope everybody has a a blessed holiday season. What'd you get your wife for Christmas? Cafe, brother. Surely not one of them red rockets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. Um, That thing looked looked like a bar-ass hot dog, bro, and you know it. (laughs) So part of the... laughing so part of the gift giving is the fact that um by the time that this comes out and around that time we will not be in the area that's right and kayfabe and isn't the gimmick also that you when you let the kids pick out a gift you actually literally let them pick out a gift and then you automatically know it's gonna it's a terrible gift because you know mrs doc better than Better than them, obviously. I mean, you know, she's the mom, but... She likes and, to wear scarves, so I have them go pick out the most hideous scarf ever. Tremendous. So she wears scarves. 
And then they're like, why won't you wear the one I picked out? Tremendous. That's how you oh, do it. Oh, no. Yeah, I like that. That's a great idea. Hopefully, no, they'll keep that tradition up when we get older. I don't think Mom would older. like that one. It's not classy enough. <laughs> uh, Latrell should keep that. See, the, the other one won't do it, but Latrell will keep that tradition alive even when he's an adult just to piss her off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Good job. All right, Hopper, um, Doc, anything else? Or can Hopper? Nah, hit let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah let's I'm roll. Hopper, hit tagline. Fuck a bitch.